Hello, friends. This is Tara Wiley, and this is Staying Power, a podcast for Christian leaders in the trenches, where we take a couple of opportunities each week to give one another a spiritual shot in the arm, a reminder that we are not alone in the journey of living out our callings. We use scripture, stories of people around us and those who went before us, rhythms and practices that can keep us sustained even when the going gets tough. We're rooted in the passage in Galatians 6, 9, and 10, where we're encouraged to not grow weary in doing good, for we will reap a harvest if we do not give up, so we continue to do good for all people. It can get exhausting as a Christian leader, but we're here to remind each other of the staying power that we find in Christ. At the beginning of each week, I will either be joined by a current leader in ministry or share the story of one who paved the way before us in church history, and then midweek, offer a short boost of scripture or a reading followed by prayer. Today, I'm inviting you into a conversation that I had with Pete Yulden, who is currently serving as the HR director in the Northern region, Northern Midwest region for Campus Crusade for Christ, an organization where he has served in full-time ministry for over 30 years. Man, when I tell you that this is a gentle and wise man who you just, I just want to invite you to just come along with me to lean in close and listen to the depth of wisdom that comes from a humble individual who has said yes to the journey of being transformed through leadership and through obedience to the Lord. So just sit back and enjoy this conversation. I know it will be rich for you as it was for me. Perfect. Okay. Perfect. Awesome. Well, friends, here I am with my new friend, Pete. And if you've been listening to the Staying Power podcast, you have already gotten to hear from his friend, Jason. Uh, Pete serves on Crew, Campus Crusade for Christ. And I am so excited to bring to you someone who's been in ministry for 30 years. Pete, what have those 30 years looked like as you've said yes to serving God? Uh, well, thank you. And it's great to be here. And uh, so for my first 26 years serving with crew, I was campus staff, both in Wisconsin in Stevens Point for the first seven years or so. And then since that in uh, North Dakota and Fargo, as a team leader, working directly with students, evangelism and discipleship. In the last several years, I've been in our human resources department. I view our staff as one of our greatest resources uh, mm -hmm. in ministry. And so if I can help our staff be effective in their careers, then uh, hopefully more and more people will experience, see the gospel, uh, and be discipled as followers of Christ. Yeah. Oh, I love that. That's incredible. I can imagine with 30 years of journeying with college students and then with crew staff that you have a treasure trove of stories <laughs> of mm -hmm. what not only you've walked other people through, but what ministry has been like for you. Um, you know, oftentimes in, uh, in this, in this conversation, I am, it is staying power. So we are talking about tools and tricks that, um, that take us through the hard times, but I wonder, and I didn't even prep you for this. It just kind of came to me as we were talking what's been some of the highlights what makes you go oh my goodness i am so grateful that i have spent the last 30 years in ministry uh, it's seeing changed lives it's seeing people get excited about following christ and honestly a highlight 
for me too is just my own journey of learning mm-hmm. to see Jesus more and more precious and wonderful and beautiful and realizing that I'm very much in process. But looking back on individual lives, the pictures that come to my mind are so beautiful of God's work in the lives mm-hmm. of individuals. Oh, that's so good, Pete. You're the second person I've talked to this week that brought up the point that a lot of times when we say yes to leading others, what God is really asking us to say yes to is allowing him to grow us first. And that journey is is really, really potent and beautiful. So I'm so I love that you that you brought that up. That's so cool. Well, as I did say there at the for a moment, we are here to talk about okay, life is beautiful as a minister, as a Christian leader, life is also hard. Uh, so when you think over all of these years, what has kept you going, even when it felt like maybe it was just, oh, I think it's time to hang up the hat. I'm tired. Or maybe just a certain season where it just felt like everything was hard. What were some things that sustained you in those? A couple of things that really stand out to me and kind of alluding to things just a little bit earlier here. Uh, One of the verses that captured my heart when I was a college student was Philippians 3.8 and the old New American Standard, Paul's heart of that I count all things to be lost in view of the Mm -hmm. surpassing value of knowing Christ Jesus, my Lord. Just Mm -hmm. that attitude of counting all things as lost, as lost, and seeing Christ as supreme. I realized as a college student that I, if I was very honest, I didn't count everything as a loss, but I wanted to. I wanted to see Jesus more and more clearly. And it was part of the reason that I came on staff is that I hoped that by putting myself into full-time ministry like this, that I would be able to see Jesus more and more clearly and wonderfully and count more and more things to be lost in view of who he is and what keeps me in ministry is I know that I have not arrived. I would say oh. that I've grown in yeah. counting everything as lost, but one of the things that keeps me in ministry and keeps me going in hard times is that um, I know that there's so much more to be experienced in Jesus personally, mm-hmm. and that, uh, as Paul said, that he that he he presses on, and mm-hmm. uh, looking forward to the goal and the journey is part of it. But something that has kept me going in the hard times is just realizing, is really realizing that Jesus is worth it. And he's so much more Mm -hmm. supreme and wonderful and beautiful than I understand. And so that's one aspect. Another aspect is just knowing that I'm not alone. Um, Mm -hmm. People that I labor alongside with that are in the battle together uh has been such a journey and and wonderful thing and um even to know that one of those people that i've journeyed alongside for so many years just passed away a couple Mm -hmm. weeks ago unexpectedly one of my favorite people to be around in Mm -hmm. ministry and in life uh to be in the battle together with people like Mm that um Mm -hmm. people make such a big difference. And so thinking about the heart of Paul, the supremacy of Christ, and just knowing and having other people that are with me, like my yeah. my brother Mark, yeah. that uh, 
yeah away. huge it's so interesting i i am working my way back through philippians this week actually it's one of my favorite books in the bible i love returning and returning and returning to it and one of the things that struck me this time through is the very first verse he says paul and timothy it's not just paul and and you see it right woven through it the the combination of suffering and surrender and fellowship there's this connectedness and his the passion that he has for the people that he's doing life for and with is just through the whole thing um what a beautiful reminder that we're not doing this alone um, and yeah. we have incredible role models ahead of us too like paul who remind us um, yeah if there's going to, to be sacrifice it. and it's going to be worth it to do it with joy as well yeah. and it isn't easy yeah. and it, mm -hmm. again sometimes easy to say mm -hmm. these words but in the midst of the the battle um it is a lot of times the people that are there that um, help the most. Yeah, yeah. When you think about those relationships, what has helped you? I think sometimes as Christian leaders, we pour out so much that even the relationships like that that we develop kind of feel like another pouring out in a way. And mm -hmm. you can, you know, you can get kind of peopled out or compassion fatigue or whatever you want to call it. What yeah. has maybe been a habit for you that has helped you keep those relationships nurtured and, and allowed them to be strengthening to you? Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. And hopefully I'm answering this in, in some ways is just the, to establish some sort of rhythms where we connect on a more regular basis uh, yeah. or more on a deeper basis on a more regular yeah. Uh, timeline. I have a, a pastor friend who used to be on staff that we meet the first Tuesday of every month at a regular time. He's in Wisconsin and we just talk about life. We understand each other's worlds, but he's a pastor. Yeah. I'm on staff with campus ministry. He was on mm -hmm. staff, uh, but he understands my world and the rhythms that we have of just connecting each month or trying to at conferences or various things with other friends um, mm -hmm. being intentional it takes That's work it. yeah it so. does it does i you know it's one of those things i see my husband do that really well um he has a couple of friends that they have a standing monthly date and if it gets towards the end of the month and they haven't had that and it's a facetime date they're not even in the same state right but it's exactly we will not let this month end it may be the 30th at 11 p.m., but we will not let this month end without connecting with each other. And um, again, it's just that that forced rhythm of this will happen, and we will, yeah, keep this relationship alive. It's inspiring to me because I know I can let a lot of time pass and realize, wow, I have not connected <laughs> with this person who really means a lot to me. That's such a good encouragement. As I think back over what you've shared, the the combination of considering things as loss knowing that there is a journey and that God's not done with you. And so you're not done serving him. I love that, you know, the invitation of he's still working on me. So I'm going to keep saying yes. And then that invitation to, to genuine relationship. Um, such good advice, such wise advice. Thank you so much, Pete, for sharing. 
from your heart. Uh, would you mind taking just a moment and praying for the Christian leaders who are listening to this conversation uh, as they just are fiercely chasing after? What are those anchors that are to keep me going in the heart? Yeah, for sure. I'll pray. Thank you. Heavenly Father, you are amazing. You are so incredibly worthy. I thank you for mm -hmm. everyone that will hear this, those that are in so many different phases of ministry. And I ask for your encouragement, your strength, your grace, just the ability to see you more and more clearly that you'd open each of our eyes to be awakened to the wonder, beauty, mystery, um, mm. just how amazing and good you are. Lord, uh, you would sustain and give hope and encouragement in challenging times. And I thank you for how worthy you are and um, just how worthwhile you are to know and to be making others more and more known of who you are. Lord, thanks for this time. You are amazing. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, thank you so much, Pete. Uh, time mm -hmm. is precious. It's a gift. And so I appreciate you sharing that gift with us today. Well, thank you again for having me. Yeah. Uh, wonderful Absolutely. to be here. I love how Pete reminded us today. I love how Pete reminded us that when we say yes to Christian leadership, we're invited into a long obedience with Christ, a journey that transforms us along the way, even as we follow the call to invite others to be transformed by Jesus. As we allow the Holy Spirit to change us from the inside out, what an encouragement to remember we are not alone and to prioritize genuine relationship that gets to the heart of our lives as we open ourselves up to other Christ followers beside us. The reality is there are Christian leaders all over the world who feel incredibly alone. And what a gift we can offer to one another to say, no, actually you're seen. And there are others in the trenches with you. And here's how we're surviving and not just surviving, but thriving. So maybe there's a friend of yours who needs to hear this conversation with Pete. Would you share it with them today? Stay strong, friend, and be encouraged. The world needs you, and God is giving you the strength you need for the calling to lead today.